Love Talk Radio. Chilling day up on the sea islands and things like that. It's still a join. We for we show. Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This show the Queen Quet had fun the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad if you be the hostess of Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. So glad if you be back up on the air after we just unfinished this show. Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week 2017 and getting ready for going on into Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month. We got just one month in between, so you know what I mean. As in terms of not me. We're going to be glad if we'll be doing all this year all over again for the whole month and things like that. And then this year, every Monday, Hunter Chiller knew that most of the time we did right here to keep uplifting to the living legacy and to pay ancestral homage. So this year, Eden, we're going to just dedicate the program to all we ancestors that were, make them true, the Mill Passage, and Beckham, the Southern Island, and Bedetti, in our past house, and things like that. And we want to just let them know we never forget who hunted her. Even if we can't crack we teeth and say on her name. So this should be, we want to dedicate this program to Hunter. And we want to give a more asylum. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. 
We're so glad that all the hundred children that deal with we right and thing like that. And so much a thing to going on here in the Gullah Kitchen Nation. I've been going through so much a thing while going up in Douglas. Your course for the Gullah Kitchen Nation appreciation week. So we're glad that all the hundred children, hundred thousand, hundred children have done yet this year's program. I download them and thing like that from iTunes, whether it's the one where listen to them on the social media and thing like that and share them with all the rest of the children. And then the one where they can in the classroom so that all the rest of the children can yet where we the crack we keep out and learn who we to be down young in the Gullah Kitchen Nation. We thank you, thank you for all of this year. So now this evening, we're going to crack we teach this out the rest of the week because we're going to make sure all of the children want to be around the world on stand or stand where we're going to crack we teach both. So this evening, I'm going to talk like this because I want to make sure all my global listeners and everyone around the world truly under and overstands what we're talking about here on the broadcast. First, I want to thank everybody who are listeners to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, all 100,000 of y'all, all the broadcasts that you've listened to, downloaded on iTunes, whether you share it through social media, you use it in your educational groups with your family members and so on. Thank you for doing that. We also want to thank the just about 300,000 views that we've had and viewers that we've had, and we definitely want to thank our subscribers to both Gullah Geechee TV and then Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. So I encourage you, please go to blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah, G-U-L-L-A-H, Geechee, G-E-E-C-H-E-E, blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah Geechee. Subscribe for free. That way you know when these broadcasts are coming up. You can listen on demand. You don't have to be here live at 7 o'clock on Monday nights to hear it or when we do the special activities live. All you have to do is have a free account at Blog Talk Radio that allows you to also enter the chat room with us and directly have a conversation while we are live on the air and have your own name on there and everything. You don't have to have a show on Blog Talk Radio to do that. If you listen to things, buy things from iTunes, I know a lot of y'all are like, who still buys music? Yes, some people do. All right, legitimately buy folks music and not just download them for free or bootleg them. All right, but if you still have an iTunes account, please go over and subscribe to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on iTunes. We also appreciate everybody who follows us at Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook and those of you who follow the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook as well as those who follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and on Instagram. We want to definitely go ahead and hit certain numbers this year because it is the 20th year anniversary for the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this broadcast. So we appreciate all of you who have been following, who have been sharing, who have been getting other people to follow and tune in, and who have also blogged and reblogged many of the things that we post so that others can hear it and see it. We greatly appreciate those who are watching Gullah Geechee TV. We're about to have a big celebration of 300,000 views, so make sure before the month is over to at least go ahead and view one episode episode. It don't have to be the longest episode we have on there. If you go and watch one of the short videos, that's fine too. Every one of those things counts for the viewership and also counts in terms of us knowing that the work we're doing here is not in vain. What helps a great deal is the fact that during Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, so many of our social media followers actually came out to Gullah Geechee Family Day at Mosquito Beach, then showed up at certain activities throughout that week, and 
then showed up to the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival and let us know the reason you knew about the event was because you follow us on one of these social media platforms and you let us know you do watch Gullah Geechee Rhythm, you do watch Gullah Geechee TV, and you listen to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, one or the other or both. And so I'm glad to know that my living is not in vain. And this is critical at such a time as this, that our followers continue to engage with us, that you continue to share the information that we're posting, especially at our website, GullahGeecheeNation.com. That is going to be critical throughout this program tonight and so many other things that are coming up over the course of what remains of this month of August because there are a number of things that go on every year at this time, and people always want input at this time. You might say, well, that's kind of odd. They know people just went back to school and, and everything, and people are, some people are still on their break for the summer. You know, the peak season of the tourism doesn't end in the Gullah Geechee Nation until Labor Day. Well, that's exactly why they do what they're doing. And so we're going to talk tonight about reconstruction and the era of time called reconstruction, but how we have to reconstruct things in the Gullah Geechee Nation right now and how the battle is still going on. And when we do this work, especially as black women, as native Gullah Geechee women, it is, as the Gullah Geechee woman and thing like that, we stand in the tracks that were left on these dirt roads by some very powerful women who during their time frame were standing up just to do what was right in that time. And they have still remained, as the television show's title goes, unsung. So during Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, or really as the conclusion of Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, we had a tribute to our ancestors because this year's theme was For We Ancestors at the Atlantic Ocean. And one of the ancestral names that I made sure to call out was that of Susie King Taylor. Many of you have heard me speak of her here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio before. And we also were happy that one of our former Wisdom Circle Council of Elders and Members, was there in coastal Georgia celebrating her Earth Day because it was the first annual Susie King Taylor birthday celebration because her birthday was August the 6th, August the 6th, 1848, on Great Grass Farm in Liberty County, Georgia, which Liberty County participated in Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week again this year. And we thank them. We thank Port Royal because the town of Port Royal, South Carolina, was the last ones to present their proclamation this year. And we also want to thank North Carolina's Pender County because this is their second year participating, and they're the only county in North Carolina that continuously participates in Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. And so we are very happy because we can say that all the counties along the coast of the Gullah Geechee Nation, excluding Horry County, South Carolina, all right, are still working with us and still wanting to enlighten their people about Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture, and not looking at what others have declared as state boundaries, but looking at freedom as the goal and looking at equality, equity as the goal. And so here it is that these are the things that no doubt Susie King Taylor was looking at. 
when she crossed from Georgia into South Carolina. But let's go into her background and then come forward in time. As I said, Susie King Taylor was born on August the 6th, 1848, okay? Susie Baker King Taylor was enslaved, all right? Her mother worked on this grass plantation down in Liberty County for that family there. At seven years old, they then sent Susie to live in Savannah, all right, which is where we will be with Gullah Geechee Unity and Community the third weekend in October. We'll be in Savannah. We'll also, on that Friday of that weekend, go to the Butler Plantation down on coastal Georgia. So all of this will give you somewhat of the tracking of where Susie King Taylor was. And if you come down during that weekend, you can take that journey with us so that you can see the landscape of what is still here and what we're still fighting to protect. Well, Susie King Taylor and Baker, okay, um, Susie King Taylor ended up with her brother, Grandma, in Savannah. Now, her grandma wanted those children to learn how to read and write. It was illegal. If you all once again go back in the archives of this show, We've talked about the 1740 slave codes, and we've talked about the Stoner Rebellion that predated those slave codes, and then this now law on the books to stop people of African descent from reading and writing. So here in Savannah were secret schools, and if you take day clean journeys towards in Savannah, you can learn a lot about those secret schools that went on in Savannah to educate our people well. Susie and her brother were sent to a secret school by the grandma. So she became an excellent reader and writer. I always have a kin spirit with the women of that era of chattel enslavement that learned how to read and to write and were able to scribe things for others that were just operating within the confines of the law. And I literally chose that word intentionally, confines. So now, in 1860, talk about 12 years old, Susie had learned all that she could from the black teachers. So now, there was a boy and a girl who she knew, Devil Buckra. They said they would teach us some more stuff, things that they knew. Again, all of them could have gotten in a lot of trouble for that. But she took lessons wherever she could get them. Now, 14 years old, 14, big shunt, big shoot, big start, and thing like that. Civil War now breaks out on the coast. And Susie's mama comes on up around. They get around Fort Pulaski. They're all there. Fort Pulaski gets captured by the Union side, fortunately. Then Susie and her uncle and all of them left off of there and ended up on St. Simon's Island, 
where the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition helped found the St. Simon's Island African American Heritage Coalition that is still yet fighting to hold on to things like the Harrington School down there and trying to get Ebo Landing. That property was up for sale, but getting that property turned back into the hands of native Gullah Geechee, so it is open without a gate to the public. So now, here it is that when the Union occupied it, it was a place of freedom, not like today, where it is a place of oppression, where numerous people of Gullah Geechee descent have been shot, intimidated, killed, and everything for standing up and speaking out about their rights, and especially about their land rights. So when you go to St. Simon's Island now, unlike even when I first started going there, there's a proliferation of gated areas and other things. They would love for St. Simon's Island to essentially become like Sea Island. And the company Sea Island has a lot to do with that. And, yes, they are the sponsors of the annual festival that goes on down there. So you take that with a grain of salt and you figure that one out on your own. So now here it is that... Susie, because she had intelligence and she had education, she was of great use because many of the people who were now in the army, they couldn't read or write just because they were men didn't suddenly, you know, give them any type of carte blanche to an education. They were brute force, but a lot of them couldn't read or write, especially if they were of African descent. So she was able to become known amongst the officers that she could read and write. So they suddenly took her into the ranks of the army, and only five days in, she was given books and school supplies by Commodore Lewis M. Goldsboro. If she agreed that she would organize a school for children, on St. Simon's Island. So again, you understand why it's so important to me that they are successful with all the renovations, restorations, and the various things that go on. With the Harrington School even, that is the last remaining Negro school on St. Simon's Island, because really it's the glass Geechee School there. And having a school form there during the Civil War, which doesn't stand anymore, that school now stands as that emblem of this type of education that was going on even during chattel enslavement, where it was now still illegal now for black folk to be reading and writing, okay? Susie immediately accepted the offer and became the first black teacher to openly instruct children of African descent in the state of Georgia, the first to ever do that. So in the daytime, she taught children, and at nighttime, she taught adults. Now, she ended up meeting a man. Y'all say, well, okay, well, hold on. How she get this name again now? All right, Susie King Taylor is what you usually hear us say. But actually, the King part comes from the fact that she married a man named Edward King who was a non-commissioned officer in the Union Army who she met while she was a teacher. So remember now, people got married young. Y'all, I know y'all are probably going back doing the math again and going, wait a minute, I thought she was 14 when the war broke out. She was. So she's all of 14, 15, 16 years old when she meets this man and they get married. But people used to get married then and form their families and keep their families together for that matter. All right? So once she got married, just like a lot of military people now, they had to move around. So 
she traveled with her husband's regiment. When the husband was at war and he was out there as a soldier, she became a laundress and a teacher of Union soldiers. So she taught many of them how to read and write during her off-duty hours when she wasn't taking in laundry. She also was a nurse at the camps. So she helped the camp doctors and cared for injured soldiers throughout the war. Then in 1866, they ended up going back to Savannah. So after, you know, the war ended and all of that, she went back to Savannah and she formed a school for the now formerly enslaved African people or the freedmen, as we were called at that time. And then her husband died in that same year, just a few months after their first son was born, okay? So now, later in life, she ended up moving up north. But I want to go to this part that's in between because the reason that we know about Susie King Taylor's life and about what she did as a Gullah Geechee woman during the U.S. Civil War and that we know for a fact that she was actually stationed with the 33rd U.S. Colored Troops right here in Beaufort County, South Carolina, at the site that is now part of a U.S. Reconstruction National Monument, all right, right on the island of Port Royal. Again, what I just tell y'all, Port Royal was the last ones that just gave us our Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week proclamation for this year. It was the first year it was presented in front of the full town council and in front of many people who filled the town hall to protest about some current issues. So many of the people in the audience seemed to be stunned and amazed by the tremendous history, the tremendous black history, the tremendous Gullah Geechee story that exists in Port Royal, but it's because of Susie King Taylor and others who were stationed there that we have that historic legacy, and that is why we now have these things that remain as something significant to American history as well as to our story that the U.S. finally has recognized and that they want people to participate in helping them put together foundation documents about so that they will know how to manage this new Reconstruction National Monument. So to that end, I want everyone who is a listener to make sure that you stay tuned to our blog, Gullah Geechee Nation dot com, dot com. Also, you can email us to g u l l g e e c o at aol dot com. G u double l g double e c o at americaonline dot com. That's what aol stands for. Yes, it's retro. It's still working for we. So now. Email us or pay attention this week, in fact, tomorrow, when we put up the blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com concerning the new Reconstruction National Monument here in Beaufort County, South Carolina. is a multi-site national monument. This blog is going to give you a direct link to the comment forms that the U.S. federal government want people to submit. We only have a few days left for before they close down the comment period 
for you to get these comments in. And it's critical that we let them know how important this national monument is, but also how we want this national monument governed and directed, what are the stories that we want told through the federal tax dollars that are going into this national monument. And I pray that Susie King-Taylor's name and her story is part of what is told that Harriet Tubman's story is part of what is told, that the 1st South Carolina Volunteer Regiment and who they really are and their names and their roles and the information about them is part of this. The legacy is there along with the Mitchellville story and the 33rd Colored Troop story and the Emancipation Oak story and how the Gullah Geechee people are landowners because of what took place with the land auctions during this time frame that began the U.S. Civil War and ran all the way through this period that is called Reconstruction. There are debates. Some people start Reconstruction right at 1863 with the reading of the Emancipation Proclamation. Others want to start Reconstruction at the end of the Civil War and go to 1877. Whichever time frame you're talking about, I personally feel like there are two layers to it. I believe that if you're going to date it, Reconstruction really in the Gullah Geechee Nation would go to 1862 because when the land auctions were taking place, that was already a deconstructing of the plantation chattel task system and reconstructing it where the independence and self-sufficiency of Gullah Geechee people was coming forward in time. And then going all the way through 1877, you would then, I take it, a but. 1877 was going all the way forward, all the way to what you call the Civil Rights Movement, where 1877 would demarcate really this true and tremendous rise of the Ku Klux Klan. And not that there was a white supremacy throughout all of it from chattel enslavement forward, but if you just want to do things in chronological order, I would take it that is the reason for using 1877 in some arguments about a cutoff period because they want to go into just having another label for the next period of time, Jim Crow era. And so definitely we want you to stay tuned, be involved, pay attention to com, so that you will make sure to be one of our supporters that sends in these comments before this comment period closes, all right? If you are not sure about going on there, email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and we will send you the direct link so that you make sure you go online, fill in the questions. It's not, it doesn't take that long to do it. And it take if you type like me, it's faster to do it online than filling out the handwritten forms. We do have some handwritten forms, and I'm going through my office now to see how many more I have. You should be able to pick some up over at the Gullah Geechee Visitor Center in Beaufort. I know you should have been able to pick up some at Penn Center on St. Helena Island. I don't know if they have any more left, and we're going to drop some off at the St. Helena Branch Library in our room where the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has an exhibition, a small one right now, for reconstruction that will be expanding as the years go on. But it is important that just as Susie King-Taylor was a scribe, was a writer, that we take the time to write and provide input. And please input her name 
as part of this journey of what they're doing with this new Reconstruction National Monument. This was the last national monument signed into law by President Barack Obama of the United States. This was the very last one, and no, it is not going to get undone. It is up to us to do the work to keep this story and this legacy going. The multi-site monument, as many of you have already read on GullahGeecheeNation.com, includes Darrell Hall at Penn Center, where many of you have come and visited with me in celebration when I chaired the Heritage Day celebration. It also includes the old firehouse. Many of you follow us on Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. You saw the pictures of us meeting there a couple of weeks ago, giving some input on this process. And then it also includes the Emancipation Oak. And if you watch Gullah Geechee TV, you'll remember the shout that we did there at the Emancipation Oak at the 150th anniversary of the reading of the Emancipation Proclamation there, which is the first place the Emancipation Proclamation ever got read into his story or our story or anywhere in the world. Well, when we talk about providing federal input, okay, today, I also posted a couple of very, very critical things on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page because right now, BOEM, as we call it, the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management, has a notice out where they are requesting input on the preparation of the 2019 to 2024 National Outer Continental Shelf Oil and Gas Leasing Program. I know you would say, huh? What? What that got to do with me? Yeah, regulations.gov. Let me tell you what that has to do with you. This has to do with the fact that the Gullah Geechee Nation and numerous towns, counties, governments, along the Atlantic coast, from all the way up to Maine, all the way down to Florida, had already fought to make sure the Atlantic coast of the United States and the Gullah Geechee Nation would not be included in any type of seismic gun testing, and it would not of any type of oil drilling. Well, Soon as this new administration came into office, they went back to revive this. And so now we have to fight once again over somebody's speculation that the Atlantic Ocean could possibly have oil in it, black gold, Texas tea, and that they need to go explore with seismic guns to get it, to see if it's there, and if it is there, start putting up these things to extract it and then disrupt the continental shelf. So we need you to be a part of this comment process that is only lasting. I'm looking now. Uh, They have to have all the comments in by August the 17th. Today is August the 14th. You have three days to please go in and oppose oppose any oil drilling or oil exploration of the coast of the Atlantic 
do not allow the Atlantic coast to be a part of what the U.S. government is currently trying to do with their destruction. So, again, if you go to regulations.gov, regulations.gov, there is what they call a request for information, preparation of 2019-2024 National Outer Continental Shelf Oil and Gas Leasing Program. Of course, they put it under such a long name because they figure you will get exhausted even trying to type that in, so you ain't going to do nothing. They put it under such a long name that actually shields what they're up to so that most average people are not going to notice this is even happening. Who goes to regulations.gov even if they work for the U.S. federal government most of the time? But fortunately, our partners in the environmental world, in the environmental arena, are on top of their game. We're staying on top of this issue. I've been very proud to see folks like the group from SOTA, uh, folks at Oceana, uh, folks that have worked with us at Hands Across the Sands, the South Carolina Coastal Conservation League, Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank members. I've seen a myriad of people, including our Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition members, who have been at several of these meetings at these town councils and county councils where I've been given the proclamations for Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week this year. And they've been there to actually see me be able to add to my thanks to these boards my information and my support for them continuing to stand against oil drilling, against seismic gun use, and for the banning of plastic bags being used along our coast because we found even at the United Nations when I was there at the last conference that I attended, that was a very big issue, and I see that it's taken on I mean, real momentum throughout the world where we have a lot of town councils and county councils now banning the use of plastic bags completely. So we can use reusable bags. I saw someone just put up a posting, and we put it on the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's Facebook page of cassava made bags. So like they said, this edible bag you could use instead to carry your groceries and your other items in. And so we get rid of plastic bags altogether because they don't degrade fast enough in the environment. And even if they're out in the environment and get in the water, a lot of our sea creatures, especially our turtles, are dying because they're eating these bags and then they're dying. And so or they get caught up in them and then they can't get out of them and things like that. And so they die. So we need to continue to stand up for the environment. We need to stay on top of these issues. And we definitely are calling on all of you to go to regulations.gov and put in this thing about this national outer continental shelf in the search or put in gas leasing program in the search. And when this long title comes up for this request for information, you'll see that in the upper right-hand corner of the page under the search bar, but in the right section, it says comment now. Because, again, it's hidden. It's not real blatant that they're accepting comments. There's a whole bunch of other verbiage um, on the left side of the page, and most people in the Western world left to right, not right to left, okay, unless you're, you know, practicing Islam, you may read the opposite way, but most people just read in plain English, they read left to right, and so you don't necessarily notice that there is comment now on the right-hand side of that page. That's where your eyes need to go to, that's where your cursor needs to go to, please click it between the day and August the 17th, 
and put in an opposition comment. Let them know you oppose this. You don't have to write no long, long letter. You can if you want to, but you can make it succinct. That I oppose any use of seismic guns and offshore drilling or offshore oil testing and exploration along the Atlantic coast. Please make sure that you do this for us and stand up with us, stand up with all the counties, the cities, the townships, the mayors, the governors, myself, the leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association, the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of Northeast Florida. All of us have together against this issue before. We all have been victorious before. We'll be victorious again. But we need you to help us because this administration, as we would say, honey, to do for too much and things like that. So remember, you only have three days to respond to that. And once again, if you go to Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page, you'll see this up there. So please make sure to click on the link where it says regulations.gov under some comments I made, and then put your comments in by clicking on that right-hand side of that page and entering that information before the 17th. Well, there's another thing that if you go to that page that you'll see that I posted today, which was another set of comments that need to be made right away because that was done by BOEM. This one's done by NOAA. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is trying to preserve existing measures that protect our oceans and save marine life, and they have to have your comments in by August the 21st. So they've made it very easy for you because Oceana has a petition at actoceana.org, all right, that says, Tell NOAA, preserve measures that protect our oceans. So if you click on that link at Act Oceana O C E A N I A all right dot org all right you will find it's Act dot Oceana dot org. If you go to that and you see Tell Noah Preserve Measures That Protect Our Oceans, you don't have to write a letter. The letter's written for you already. All you have to do is enter your name and information as a petition. And it will go in as another individual comment and letter and go straight into the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration so that they understand that we do want to continue to have measures that allow the public to be a part of this process of maintaining and preserving and protecting our oceans. This is part of the work that we're doing with the STGs, with the United Nations, the Sustainable Development Goals. The world came together to say we are still part of the Paris Agreement and we are still going to work together to do sustainable development all over the earth. And a major part of that is sustaining the water quality or returning the quality to waters around the world. What's the biggest bodies of water besides the human bodies all gathered together? Our oceans. So we have to do things that are going to be blessings to our oceans. This past week, I saw that there was a video, and we have it up at the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association site on Facebook, where there's debris and garbage all over the bottom of the ocean. So I salute my black surfer, my black um, scuba divers, and the other scuba divers of the world that are now going to the bottom of the ocean, not just to look for old relics, but cleaning it up. 
that are actually going down there and finding all this trash down there and cleaning it up. I do not. Now, they wanted to teach me. My mama wasn't trying to hear that. Um, but how to actually go ahead and be a diver and literally dive all the way to the bottom of the ocean. But I've had an opportunity in submarines, and I'm going to do it again, um, to go down there because it is an awesome thing to actually be, as they would say, 20,000 leagues under the sea and to actually see the life that is below the water. And so as a person of the island, you know, water and us are inextricably tied together anyway as human beings. But being an island person is just that much more. It's like our whole circadian rhythms, our whole lifestyle is tied to this flow of how the water comes and goes. And so as we sustain Mother Earth and the water that's within her body, we sustain ourselves and the water that's in our bodies. So we need to start to realize that. And even if it's that you're looking at it from the selfish position of your own personal quality of life, these are why these things are important. And it really doesn't take, if you take 30 minutes and block it out this week to fill out these three things that I'm talking about, the comment form, for the Reconstruction National Monument, the petition to NOAA, and also the comment form to the Bureau of, of Energy Management, trust me, you would have done a lot for future generations. 30 minutes out of your whole week at the most if you read and type quickly. One hour if you're a person who you kind of get a little distracted or you feel like, well, no, I, you know, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to re-edit what I'm saying. I want to make sure. If you want to spend all that extra brain time, maybe an hour to do all three. But it really shouldn't take days or anything like that for you to do all three of these. So please, if you could just block out that small amount of time and just click on these links that we're posting on our social media. Again, follow us at Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. Follow at Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E on Twitter. And help us reconstruct this cultural landscape in such a way that it's consistently protecting the cultural heritage and our cultural heritage and environmental resources here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Because we have had super fun sites here. We have had situations where people have already brought destruction in to communities where we're still trying to work to heal those families from asthma and various mental issues and other things that people are affected by because of generations of people being near factories that exploded in some of our urban centers, having their their families dying of cancer in entire towns because of the pollutants that were in the earth that then seeped into the waterways and got into the water table in these towns. And people are still now just exposing all of what was happening, not knowing this was happening on larger measures. So with all that already having been done, that was racist in a lot of places in terms of where these places were placed anyway, that were classist in terms of where these places were placed anyway, and was a bunch of ignorance because some townships only thought about what money companies said they would bring in but did not think about the quality of life of the people nor the environmental harm and damage that was happening. And now 
we see the results, the negative impacts, some irreversible impacts that have happened because people have died, plants and things have died, water creatures have died in certain areas. The water is so horrible in certain areas, you would not ever want to fish or crab or pick oysters from those areas. So now we have opportunities to help reverse that, even if it's just through a few comments, and we need to stop anything that could come in and compound the existing situation. So that's why we call it on you to scribe, to write, to check those boxes off, to fill your information in, type it out. Please make sure to be part of being vocal on these issues and stop any seismic gun use and oil drill testing that will only enrich the already rich people who have their money invested in oil. We need clean energy resources, and we need things that are going to balance our environment economically and sustainably. And so please stop that by doing these two petitions that we've talked about already in these comment forms, and then also help us sustain the cultural history and heritage on this coast as we fight to keep the coast in place, all right, without having pollutants like oil spill over here. Let's go ahead and stand up and speak out to the National Park Service who will be taking in the data and information concerning this Reconstruction National Monument. Let us not let all of the work that we've done together as Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition members and supporters be in vain. We won these things. These are victories along with our partners. Let's keep the celebrations going. Let's keep the victories going. Let's stand up. And as we would say, yeah, work together, chill, and don't you get weary, great camp to meet in the promised land. And we don't need no oil, yeah. Let's see a fish fry we're going on from we digging the water. I don't understand why I talk about okay then. So now, here it is that we're going to go ahead and we're going to open up the phone lines tonight. If anybody has any additional comments, questions, there might be some other petitions out there going on that we're unaware of, um, please call in if that is the case. The number is 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. Once again, I want to thank every town every county, Oyotunji African Village, and everyone that supported Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. We are still getting emails and social media messages and everything from people that were here for the various activities. And the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival was a true success. And we know next year it's going to be even bigger, even better, as we return to Charleston, South Carolina, the first weekend in August, August 3rd through the 5th of 2018. We'll be back downtown in the Chuck, and we got some big surprises for you coming up. And so we'll be launching the website for the festival for the information for 2018 on it very soon. All right. You are going to have the information right there, and you'll be able to start to get your VIP passes, your tickets, and make your contributions. All right. Already. And so make sure now you don't buy those passes in advance. You might not be able to get in on a lot of the goodies that's going to be going on next year. And I know you want to be a part of it, especially if you was here this year for the party with a purpose and the other activities that we had, the workshops we had at the St. Helena Branch Library and everything. It was very, very powerful. And concluding at the Atlantic Ocean was definitely awesome. It was the best word I can give you. 
And so yesterday we returned to Charleston so that we could already start connecting and reconnecting with our people up there and gearing them up for next year. So big salute to Chef Benjamin Dennis for a very fabulous event yesterday at Kane Rumbar, which is downtown on East Bay Street in Charleston, South Kakalaki, and that's going to be one of the sites that's going to participate next year as well. So it's a lot going to be happening on the Chilling Gawain Won't Be There, so you make sure, stay tuned, to look out for GullahGeechee.info, which is going to switch up this month, and you're going to start seeing the information there for Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival 2018. And so, yes, we are already geared up for that, but before this year is out and over with, we still have some great things going on. And so just in these closing minutes, I just want to keep you abreast of it because some of y'all say, well, man, that's messed up. I wasn't able to make it for that. Oh, I'm so upset. Now i got to wait all the way till next year. Well, no, there's still some activities coming up this year. This coming Saturday, we return to the St. Helena Community Market right here on historic St. Helena Island at the Dr. Martin Luther King Park from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. this month, the feature, or this time, the feature is the launch of the African Fashion Week, Low Country, all right, so that's going to be going on out there, so come on out, get your clothing, get ready, get geared up, literally, for this Fashion Week that's going to start off and go all the way through the following weekend. I am going to be speaking at Penn Center at the Hampton House on Tuesday, August the 22nd as part of that, and that's going to be a free evening event. We're asking you to bring donations, again, to contribute to the work of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. And so as part of this year, their theme is cut from a different cloth, so we're going to have the Queen's Round Table, and that's going to be at 6 p.m., all right, from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at Hampton House at Penn Center on August the 22nd. That is a Tuesday evening. So come from work and come on over. Now, before we even get to this coming Saturday at the St. Helena Community Market or get all the way into Africa Fashion Week Low Country, going to have a shouting good time. Look, Helena, chill and put your shouting shoe on and thing like that. Join us at the Brick Baptist Church at 6 o'clock this coming Wednesday evening. I'm looking forward to it, Iguine via time, because we have the team from Spiritual Technologies. If you keep up with GullahGeecheeNation.com, you've read my blog about Spiritual Technologies, you got to see some of the film clips earlier this year of what they've done, and they're coming back to film more about the history and heritage of lining metered hymns. And I'm looking forward to having an opportunity to bring that team here for for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio and crack me heat a little bit about why did it do this show and thing like that and why it's so important. So God willing, before the month is over, y'all will get to hear more of the team members here. But you can meet them this coming Wednesday evening, August the 16th. The event is free. There's going to be food and drink and everything at the historic Brick Baptist Church, which is a part of this Reconstruction National Monument, this multi-site monument, also includes the Brick Baptist Church along with Darrell Hall that are all within the Penn Center 
National Historic Landmark District. So if you hadn't yet been here to see part of this new reconstruction national monument, this gives you an opportunity and also gives you an opportunity to hear the voices the way our ancestors likely heard these voices here as we share together all of this through song and celebration. And so please come on out this coming Wednesday evening, 6 o'clock, at the Brick Baptist Church. We are going to premiere some of the film that has already been shot, and we are going to have a devotional service as well as the fellowship dinner. So I'm looking forward to meeting you there. Come on out. You can, you know it's church, so you can always bring a donation. All right, but there's no admission charge to it. It is truly a worship service. So come with your singing voice ready. Get your little hard mint candies, put them in your pocketbook, in your pocket, yeah? and come on out, bring your Bible and everything, and come on out, join the evening with we. All right, it's going to be a blessed time. And so then we're going to be heading down to Florida, too, and we're going to have a good old shouting time down in Florida this weekend as well with our folks at Little Mount Olive on Sunday afternoon, and that's going to be at 4 o'clock and so, in Nassauville, Florida. So we're looking forward to that as well. But we want you all to be a active part of this spiritual technology's journey. So as you continue to follow Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition on Facebook, and at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and Instagram, you'll get to see more of the pictures and information and GullahGeecheeNation.com. You'll get to see more and more clips of these videos and this historic legacy of lining metered hymns, but then just the spirituality expressed through music that we have here in the Sea Islands and that so many places are now losing, but we're yet holding on, and we are blessed to be doing that. And so I think it's it's divinely ordered that all of this is going to happen leading up to a global event that people are making tracks literally to come to the Gullah Geechee Nation for. Next Monday, August the 22nd, God willing, we will be broadcasting, and it is going to be the day of the eclipse and the day that the world gets to view the eclipse, but the largest viewing area is going to be here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. The ideal place is going to be Charleston, South Kakalaki. There are many people going to be coming to St. Helena Island for the viewing. And so we've been getting emails, we've been getting postings and other things, and I am so happy that I'm going to be in place. I am ready to have my glasses on and to be part of the day going ahead and viewing this eclipse. I can recall several different types of solar eclipses and other things throughout my lifetime and how this always becomes a big event. But this seems to me to be the biggest event I've ever heard of around an eclipse. So next Monday, we're going to crack we teeth about that, and we're on a chilling the day for the eclipse viewing and all of that. The children don't have a wine school next Monday, tall, tall, right now, because they want the children to experience this and be in educational places. So please come out to my favorite place, St. Helena Branch Library, and view the eclipse there with us and the Gullah Geechee family there on August the 21st. And we want to thank everybody that gave donations and contributions, and we're still collecting more of them now so that we can make our official presentation to the St. Helena Branch Library for the Gullah Geechee Nation 
International Music and Movement Festival. Last year we contributed to the International African American Museum, and we're going to continue to support that effort as it goes on. And this year we're giving to the Gullah Geechee Collection for the St. Helena Branch Library. And so at all times and through all of these events for the next few years until the 20th anniversary of our Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival will be supporting also the work of the Gullah Geechee Al-Kabulan Archives and our official nonprofit for the Gullah Geechee Nation, the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, which you can find at GullahGeecheeAngelNetwork.com and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition you can find at GullahGeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.net. So if you'd like to give and contribute, you can do that at any time. And if you want to become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and participate in all this work that we've been talking about all night, these petitions, these comments, getting the word out nationally and internationally about protecting our rights, about making sure that tax dollars are put where we need it to be placed, not into things that would displace us or harm our quality of life, please become an active dues-paying member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. You can do that at gullahgeechee.biz, gullahgeechee.biz. And the website to know what we do all the time is gullahgeechee.net. So definitely please make sure that you go ahead and you support the various websites that you've seen us place there in our chat room tonight, the ones we've announced here. And if you missed all that, you can always email we one more again to G U L G E C O at AOL dot com. Okay? G U L L G E E C O at AOL dot com. So thank you, thank you to all the hundred children who done joined the coalition and things like that. That's true. Out this year, go to get your nation appreciation week and thing. We're so glad for that. Thank you, thank you to all we new followers and thing on the social media. We're glad that hundred children are there with we and red of us. We so happy that we be. Gullah Geechee anointed people. So help me for safe on these, you'll see and thing like that. Keep the all off of we and thing like that, children. And then let we help reconstruct this your cultural landscape and thing like that. They write you so that when hundred children come you, you can shout with we about who we to be right here in this your land of the Gullah Geechee. So glad that hundred children tune in one more again that we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad you want to tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, truly, the We Show. Looking forward to the emails and all the comments. Peace and blessings, y'all. Stay strong. Stand up. <laughs>